0: All right, guys, what you're about to hear is an episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt recorded the day that Rick Fink Jr. left the hospital. He had an endoscopy earlier this, this afternoon. He's still quite loopy from the anesthesia. And this guy, he's been drooling on himself. And he keeps checking his uh, hospital bracelet as though it's a watch. And every time he looks, it's like a surprise party. Oh, that's right. <laughs> It's just a hospital bracelet. He's done it at least 10 times since we, I've been here, and we, we haven't even started our show yet. So I think that you're going to be in for a real treat today, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Oh, guys, okay, here he comes. All right, shh, shh. Let's start the show. Hey, Rick. All right, let's do this. Here it comes, right on time. It's another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt. Small Town Scuttlebutt It's the show where we find out What the people have to say Traffic lights that are time wrong Makes my 109 way long CBS receipts are wasteful Facebook posts that are not tasteful Small Town Scuttlebutt That is Rick, he's a daddy Wrote those posts that drove you mad I am Mike, I work with kids I do the things you wish you did Rick, the stand-up stays at home
1: Mike, you're a nerd, you live alone
0: We'll both tell you how to live So much advice we have to give
1: we made this podcast just for you. Here is Rick Fink Jr. and Mike Page. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us for another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt. I'm your host, Rick Fink Jr. In my basement, sitting across, sitting next to me at the table today is Thank Mike you. Page, my co-host. And from across the table from me is Kathy Ferris. And uh, we will talk about uh, her background in a little bit. She's a friend, a neighbor, and a stand-up comic. Uh, she's right here in Medfield, and then also we have, let's see, we have Brett Poirier with us. And is it? I I like, I like to call it MTV. Is it MTV or MCTV? Because your logo makes it look like it's MTV. It's MTV. Yeah, but it's,
2: I there, we just hope that no one else knows that. Okay, yeah. sure. I'm just probably because <laughs> I think there's another
1: MTV. But Brett is the GM of that show. Um. Um. Our show is going to be kind of awkward today because I'm um, I'm hoping my friend Mike here will save me from myself. He hasn't talked much yet, and I just I, well, I'm, I'm coming out of li- anesthesia.
0: Yeah, I know that's, and we're all enjoying watching you squander so far. Um, I was looking up the phone numbers that you told me to look up for your ad reads, so that's why I've been silent over here.
3: Okay. Can well. I just say that while you were looking up the phone numbers, um, I I've Listen to every episode, and I feel like you didn't paint a good picture of this whole place because nobody has mentioned the um, tool utility part over here. Where this is impressive. I mean, the rechargeable batteries alone, <gasps> and the pair of scissors, and the wood glue. I mean, wow.
1: Well, behind that curtain.
3: You must do a lot of work around here.
1: I do. I, well, I'm a stay-at-home dad, and if I don't find things to do, my wife will, and uh, I like you, to do things I more could, on my you have a
3: peg. You have an empty pegboard. <laughs> well,
1: here's here's the mistake. You know what I did? I bought that at the—I um, kind of feel like I have to hand in my man card because I bought that at the container store, and I'm probably the only yeah. dude <laughs> that went to the container store to buy something for his workshop. I could have easily made that myself. It right doesn't here, matter.
3: Right? It's empty. There's yeah. nothing mm-hmm. there. The bottom
4: line is there's nothing on it.
1: Well, that's because they're all in location. I have various jobs around the house. There are seventh grade girls progress. that have
3: more in their arts and crafts shelves than this has in this tool. I know. Tool. I don't even know what to call this.
1: Well, you should see the garage because everything's kind of out there right okay. now. Okay. Yeah. Sure.
3: We'll go with that.
0: Yeah. I believe
1: the word is unorganized. Actually, one could argue it is so neat and organized, it's literally spotless. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> 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 Are we going to
1: talk about my basement the whole show, or are we going to get into some good. fun and games here? I um I do want to tell you guys, Kathy Ferris is one of the funniest people here. I took one of her classes in Improv Boston, and um, can I just read your bio? Might as well do that. You gave it to me. Okay. I asked these people to send me something, so Kathy sent me four pages. I'll just read a little bit here. It says... Here's my bio. Kathy Ferris is a Boston-based stay-at-home mom, stand-up comedian, and snack cake.
3: <laughs> I love that Mike's going to heckle through this whole thing.
1: I'm telling you I you okay. Mike, you're late, okay? But yeah. the door knock, my wife comes downstairs, wakes me up and says your guests are here and I'm <laughs> I, I this is hard. I literally had an endoscopy like 3 hours ago. Yeah. So if you're familiar with Going Under.
2: It was nice, though. I We walked around the back. We went right. in the kitchen. Right. We had ourselves. We saw Jim James. Yeah, he right. let himself in. It was nice. He made us a sandwich. It was great. God, also,
3: I, we talked to your children. Obviously, they don't know anything about Stranger Danger because we have I never met them before. I know. And, and they let us in.
4: That's.
1: I'll have to talk to my wife about that. Okay. She hit the comedy scene a little late in life, but, boy, was you handed me, like... Over to you, Rick. And I'm like, um, yeah. So.
3: So I had an end and like yeah. my wife doesn't teach K- you know what I'm gonna stuff, do? and
4: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna just
1: <laughs> hand it to Mike.
3: We don't even have to go through it. Do you want me to? T- do you want me to do it? Like, yeah. Who know, are you, of, like, Kathy? Wrap it up for you guys. Who are you, Kathy? I'm a neighbor. I live down the street. Um, uh, I started a comedy when I was 44 years old, and I've been doing it ever since. I'm obviously not 44 anymore. Um, And uh, I took a class at Improv Boston. Now I teach there. I teach at Laugh Boston. I was a finalist in the Boston Comedy Festival. I was a comic in resident uh, at the Comedy Studio. And um, I appear all over New England.
1: Now tell people what a comedy in residence means.
3: A comic in resident at the Comedy Studio is, um, they pick 12 people every year um, who they think are up-and-comers. And and, uh, you get one month there and you open every single show, which is an amazing opportunity to have. Mm -hmm.
1: It must be one busy month. Uh, yeah. I mean yeah. you're you're pretty much clearing your schedule. You're sort of working full time at that one place or do you get to go No, you make double other book dates? yourself, yeah. Oh, you because
3: you're you're going up first. So you're oh. up there, you know, you know you're off the stage by eight twenty, oh. so you can go to do another show.
1: Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. great. Well good and, and Kathy's been my mentor. I took classes with her and we
3: I'm your mentor? Okay. <laughs> I,
1: I well, you know what? Okay, you have a mentor but. and she puts a lot of pressure on you and you, you work know. harder than I do for sure but I'm 44 right now and now I've got these kids in the house and mm-hmm. this podcast that actually Mike is this not more work than we thought it would be
0: uh, yeah <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> a lot more work
1: We went from we're gonna do this every week to how about we just do seasons and like take a nice <laughs> break in between them we'll do set we'll do 12 episodes and go home All right. I'll be
2: honest with you this podcast studio is I was telling you right before the show mm-hmm. this is the definition of Medfield to me yeah, is I talk to people from Medfield all that are about Medfield all the time. They're like, what's it like? I'm like, you know how you have a hobby mm-hmm. and you like go and like you you like dip your toe in like your hobby. Medfield, th- they build a podcast studio. This is a yeah. beautiful studio. Like right. this is incredible. We're mm-hmm. like Mo- Medfield doesn't just do hobbies. They do professions. Yeah. You guys are bored and you're like, I'm going to become a podcaster. I'm going to become a photographer. It's it's crazy. This is this is actually pretty impressive.
1: Thanks. It's uh, it's not that I'm bored. It's I need something to divert my attention from the one thing. I love my kids, but I got to get away from them and this store has a lock on it and I come down here and if I invite <laughs> my friends over and we all play with our toys here. That's what we're doing. We're adults playing with toys, just talking and
3: like we should put this in the time capsule so when your kids do a eulogy it's all about like I just wanted to get away from my kids. <laughs>
1: I actually, you know, when Mike and I were discussing, like, how are we going to approach this? One thing was, you know, someday I'm going to die. And if my kids start with season one and just listen to 15 seasons <laughs> of dad going crazy, they're going to have maybe an altered memory of yeah. Pops, so. And they'll be like, this is not the way I
2: thought this podcast
4: yeah, is going
0: to will They'll be by like season two. They'll be like, you know what? We're better off without them.
1: Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. we're, we got this. We're good. You know, Frank's a really good stepdad, and uh, I don't even miss Pops anymore. (laughs) Also, here we've got Brett Poirier. We talked a little bit about about Brett, and um, we can talk about this guy uh, (laughs) in great detail. I'm looking at...
0: (laughs) So, for those of
1: you listening, Rick just handed me
0: the paper because... He can't see straight. The anesthesia is still wearing off, so... Um, there's a little bit of dribble on Rick's chin. Uh, he just wiped it with his sleeve. Uh, he's hanging in there. Um, so Brett Poirer, uh is the manager at Medfield TV. Um, he claims that Medfield TV is the coolest thing in Medfield, so all other businesses around, and also this podcast, I would argue, mm-hmm. uh, w- we have been put on blast by Brett and Medfield TV. Right on. Um, so there you go. What's that? Say, What's that? Wait, I'm what?
2: going to say I'm going to not be humble on this. I'm okay. going to come right out. I, I was thinking about this, whether I want to be, like, humble Brett, and, like, talk about, like, oh, like, other people do a great job too. Mm-hmm. I just want to say Medfield TV. We're a TV studio in yeah. town yeah. that people can come and use. We are the coolest thing you have. Mm-hmm. It, it is the coolest it, thing. It, I will say
0: I was there this morning and um, – read the Declaration of Independence, and I had a, a former student come in as George Washington and 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 join. And Brett immediately was like, all right, we're going to put the green screen behind him. Uh, we're going to superimpose him onto the painting of Washington crossing the Delaware. I mean, this is like, it was legit. Yeah. And he's, he's, So this he was is going to figure air it out.
2: July 2nd, correct? Well, I don't know. It's your show. This show? This podcast, I'm saying. Oh,
3: <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. It is. Yes. Yes. You just yes. gave him the show. Yes. Yeah. So this is going to
2: air July second. So your Declaration of Independence will be two days from now. It's going to air on Medfield
1: TV on July fourth. Cool. That makes sense. Are you going to? You do your, heard it here first. Please. Are you going to do your July fourth performance from the balcony? Of no, the I can't.
0: I I reached out to the library, but because of the current situation, they were like, we can't have a crowd gathered outside the library.
1: I think I just did something here. Um, did you just explain that a minute ago? No. No. Oh, okay. The way you looked at me (laughs) and started answering that question—have you ever like asked like, okay, so that's why I'm running for mayor? Any questions? Hi, are you running for mayor? And then people look at you like, were you listening? He just looked at me like that, and I'm—that's like every Zoom call right uh, now going right now. (laughs) Okay, so um, let's get into the uh, nuts and bolts of the show. Kathy's Mm -hmm. here for a reason. Brett's here for a reason. Um, Mike. I just showed up, Mike. I was told to be here. I know, I don't know. Mike. Well, we're here because of you and your vacation schedule. We're, we're recording this yeah, up front so you can go to the vineyard with your beautiful girlfriend, Allie. Yes. You talk about quite a bit. You're in the honeymoon period. It's quite mm-hmm. cute. You talk about her, like sentences start with, so I was talking to Allie. So Allie said the other day, I was talking to Allie, you know what? My story started off with, with regard to my wife. Oh, she was saying something about <laughs> something. I forget. Actually, hold I would, on, Leslie. What
0: were you saying again? Yeah, I would argue the difference is I don't usually hear anything that you guys speak about. Um, I come over and you're like, "Thank God, I've got somebody else to talk to." Oh yeah, yeah.
1: right. That's why my wife insisted you have dinner with us. Yeah.
3: <clears throat> Just another okay. thing for the time capsule. This is that, great.
1: That's right. That's right. Who? Okay, so we have
3: guys, Kathy.
0: Guys. So this is great. You know how Rick will call people out on f- on Facebook and stuff for being, like, too easily offended? So pfft, Leslie uh, and Rick have me over for dinner. Rick had cooked. He says h- he puts the plates out, and he goes, all right, guys, be honest now. What, uh, what, do you, what do you think? And Leslie said, well, uh, you know, the pasta's a little overcooked. No, undercooked. Undercooked, the oh, the yeah. P- the pasta's yeah. a little undercooked, and um, there was something else that she wasn't thrilled with. And I said, I mean, the flavor is good, Rick. And he said, Yes, thank you. He was so offended <laughs> that Leslie actually answered the question. How Dare how, you give a what, real opinion? What do you think of this? And he was like, Can you believe that she just said that? I was like, You, you prefaced your question with, "I want an honest answer," and sh- she, she told you what you thought, what she thought of it. And and Rick was so miffed. Like, <laughs> how yeah. how dare she not love
1: this? Pasta.
3: Next time she should just tweet it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know. I just um, w- she, you know, makes the joke that she lives with three kids, and it's kind of there's truth to it. But when I am cooking dinner, I am literally feeding <laughs> three kids. Like my ki- my daughter is not as of a discriminating eater as my wife. Like I'll literally see her picking and pushing things around like a ten year old. You know, and I'm like, hey, we're trying to set an example here. We eat our vegetables, Leslie. But I think this is, I think we're going on a tangent. I'm going to blow the tangent whistle on myself. That means if you hear that sound, the other whoever's talking has to stop talking immediately <laughs> because they're boring you or me. Um, Brett, we were talking about you. Let's keep talking about you. What's going on at Medfield TV that we Here's- should know about right now?
2: There's a lot, there's a lot going on. Um, I mean, the biggest thing was like the, the challenges of the quarantine hit us at the exact wrong moment. We actually just installed what was called a playback system. Get your tangent whistle ready. So we got a, a playback system ready to go. And what it is is basically, it's everything that our station does. So all the shows that we have, all of that goes into this playback system. It converts it to a file that we can then send out to everybody, and then that comes back to your household and all that. Okay. So very, very important. It's yep. literally the brains of Medfield TV. We had that four days before the quarantine. To started. say nothing of wow. Brett, obviously. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> 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 but four days before the quarantine started, that got installed, and that had like so. I'm literally learning how to like upload things, download things, like do all sorts of stuff like that. Like the simple, basic operations of this and then all of a sudden christine trillweiler calls me up and it's like hey by the way the town needs medfield tv to be like on its game immediately Mm -hmm. and so we had to start live streaming selectman meetings we had to start live streaming all the school committee meetings like all that stuff had to go through medfield tv um and it was like it was crazy busy it's wild but we we did a good job and yet, that's the same time that Brett reached out to me to add
0: more to his plate.
2: Yeah, I was like, and please doodle on the show. <laughs> Your show has become the most popular show Medfield TV has ever produced. Oh, Is that right. accurate? That's, that's
3: I'm serious? Not even Low clap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's like good. That's a good whistle. That's great. So,
2: well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, I'll explain. So I know you went into little detail of in your episode uh, i think it was the second episode of the podcast we got a fan here i listen i listen to
1: shows notes. episodes yeah.
2: I, so what a loser
1: yeah. <laughs> get a get hobby a dude get, get a podcast
2: <laughs> the podcast is the perfect amount of time between medfield tv and my home so it's yeah. like great but anyway so in your uh, second episode you referenced your show and basically it's the, first pod, it's the first show we've ever done that airs every day, that did air every day. We don't do it now, but every day we had a new Doodle Club episode running because we th- knew that there was a bunch of kids watching Medfield TV wanting to doodle stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So we're doing that. Then it's the first show we syndicated. So we actually had this new ability with the playback system to send the show out to all these other stations. So across the entire East Coast from Maine to North Carolina right now, are towns that have downloaded the Doodle Club. Hang on.
3: Like my groupies.
0: Like, yeah. if I went down to North Carolina, in theory, I could watch myself.
2: Yeah, there's a specific <laughs> town. I could get How? it for you. There's a specific town in North Carolina. But I'm going to have to up my game yeah. well, to like go well, into this better
0: prepared. You should
3: go there, and you should go to an olive garden, and someone's going to be like, that's the Doodle guy, <laughs> that's mom. The guy. Yeah, that's the guy. <laughs> Why doesn't he have a mask on? Yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: One of the themes or one of the things we're trying to do on this show is Mike's not a good self-promoter. Nobody really likes to do that, right? But everything you're saying about Mike is just testament to his character and what kind of person he's, and also his talents and his demeanor and the way he converses with kids. And we talked about the absence of Mr. Rogers and now there's this void and I, I, I have the. A perfect replacement and the world just needs to know him so let's keep yeah doing what we're doing absolutely on this end and um, I'm sorry oh okay so I'm getting the I have to go in 10 from um, <laughs> Kathy fair she's doing it quietly so as to be polite but this is a very unofficial podcast so I'm gonna just call her out now she's giggling over there acting like she has to be quiet mm-hmm. so you're here to talk to us what do you want to talk about today
3: you brought me in because my understanding is that we're here to pitch some ideas.
1: Well, you know what for shows. Yeah.
3: For MTV. Or Medfield TV.
1: Yes. And Brett was gonna um well, Brett was gonna come in and pitch some shows. You're mm-hmm. kind of a fan of the show.
3: I think that I agree with Brett. I think that you should be doing a show and I have an idea for a show for you.
1: You do, you have a lot of opinions and a notebook full of stuff you brought. I'm curious to get into that. So
0: yeah, I was also just looking at a full notebook over here. She's on, like, she's only got about four pages left in that notebook. I know. So I'm afraid to know what uh, she's it got. It looks like she's got a lot of suggestions for I, us. Yeah. I but like the that good a news competition
3: is, book can be threatening. This yeah. Right.
0: But okay. the good news is she did just say she only has 10 minutes. So I think we're going to get the Cliffs notes.
1: Okay. So let's do this real quick. Oh, and Megan, the news anchor is here with a phone. So hey, she's Megan. probably going to read news off a of phone. Pull up a chair or something. Hey, everybody, this is our news anchor. What's what? Do we not you look like?
2: 10 minutes left, but we have enough time for a news segment <laughs> right yeah. in the middle of your 10 minutes.
1: Kathy, let's take good use of your time, and thank you so much for coming in and being patient and joining us today.
3: No problem. I, I You make me sound like a diva. I kind of like that, <laughs> but, you know both brett and i were locked out of your house for about 40 minutes (laughs) so
1: (laughs) help yourself to the pool well what do you want to talk about you guys have
3: so brett and i were going to pitch show ideas Mm -hmm. yeah brett
2: so i've been thinking about basically what this podcast has been and rick good luck
0: because guess what what you're in the room with the most popular medfield tv show Ever. He's Ever. actually getting to the point where so he is good luck, buddy. the
2: Mike Page. Like, you know that you're popular when the
3: comes before <laughs> your name. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He is the Mike Page that you're talking to.
3: I like that it went to your head right away. You just learned this five yeah. minutes ago. I, <laughs> I know. I got to just hey, learn this.
0: Rick got called Mr. Finesse last week. I need something. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so yeah, that's my if globe founder nickname. sitting now. here with a guy that insists on being called Mr. Finesse, then I'm going to point out to him that that his his show will never <laughs> top mine.
1: Okay. All right. Sorry. S- this Continue. is my podcast, you know.
2: So, uh, it's my basement. To piggyback off of what you just the said, I think the most popular show on Medfield TV that could ever be mm-hmm. is if Rick you came back. Okay? And I'm talking I, I was like, never there. What do you mean? No, 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 no I'm talking the Rick, right? <laughs> like like Mr. Finesse Rick Fink comes back. All right? And I'm saying you take All the comments on Concerned Citizens of Medfield, right? Yeah, I want a debate show Mm -hmm. of Concerned Citizens of Medfield so that you take the person that posts and then you take some of the people underneath and Mm -hmm. you moderate a discussion between the people who post it (sighs) and then the people who comment underneath and you have a show on Medfield TV.
1: Do we get them all in one room together? I would love that. Does this
2: suppose
0: that Rick is is the um, mediator that doesn't, Try to show his bias on (laughs) me.
1: I can do this like Morton Downey Jr. Remember that guy? Like, you just brought in the chaos.
3: I would like to see you do this and try to just stay on subject. That would be great, because I think you're going to digress from, like, traffic stops to, like, goat farming real quick.
1: Yeah, Yeah. right, right. Well, goat farming, (laughs) I mean, that segues right into, you know, candidates for the next, um, what do you call that? A mascot, right? yes because we got to talk about that at oh, some point.
3: okay let's
1: beat that <laughs> let's beat that idea to death online i don't know about that i kind of retired right mike well i mean you said you retired okay back to kathy <laughs> kathy um okay so that idea what do you think
0: i mean i th- i think if you can take it and, i'm doing it i'm doing it we're fairly good. moderate yeah. i think it would work
1: i think the last thing you thank competitors. you Yeah, yeah yeah brett thank you for that okay. um idea but i think the last people thing people in town want is to hear my opinion on anything. Quite frankly, I think what they want is a more civil discussion. I think that uh, people are trying to get away from conflict. What other ideas do you have? I will absolutely not do that, okay? Okay. (laughs) I'm going to crash that one uh, into the ground. I think
2: you you had an idea for us.
3: I have an idea. Now, I don't know how you guys feel about working with animals.
0: I did see tiger. What kind of animals?
3: What about working out with animals? you know like goat yoga like exactly like goat yoga but like with a midfield spin i'm thinking like toning up with turkeys Mm. there's like a waiver involved because a majority of the workouts done in like heavy traffic areas
0: and turkeys are very aggressive as well
3: right but look at how fit they are
0: yeah Mm -hmm. right Mm
3: -hmm. what do you guys think is that something any Um, thoughts on that
0: i'm not crazy about it no no we like this idea
1: oh this is all right you know, ben, F- ben Franklin wanted to make the turkey the national bird. Yeah, he did. For good reason. This It's, this a very, it's a very regal.
3: Listen, if there were turkeys in L.A., they'd be doing this in L.A. Y-
1: yeah, and they'd be looking just You'd as it on Real
3: Housewives. It'd be, like, the thing to do. I think you guys can get ahead of the curve and do this.
0: What other animals do you suggest other than turkeys? I don't. I don't want to limit it.
3: <laughs> I don't. It. You
0: only want turkey yoga. Well, because turkey, because, the because workout, physique is
1: more of a power lifter body, right? Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, we have a plentiful of turkeys around here too, right? Like, a there's no equipment. Of? I don't know. them amount. Was yeah,
1: we have a lot of them, and um,
3: I think that's the proper way. Plentiful <laughs> of. <laughs> I'm yeah. not an English teacher, but yeah. I'm pretty sure.
1: I was, a while ago, and uh, now here's the thing. Sounds though, perfect.
3: I will confess that I, when Rick told me about this, I thought he was talking about. Um, a podcast called Small Town Murders. I don't know if you know this is a very popular podcast. So I got super excited about this and yeah. not very prepared for Small Town That's Scuttlebutt.
0: Do you have any good murder stories to share with us? Yeah, what's the Scuttlebutt on well, homicide?
3: Um, I just thought I would take this opportunity. And I think this is great that you both are going to be getting shows on Medfield TV, but I think this is an opportunity for me to pitch my own show to Brett. Wait, wait,
1: on, on on my time on on yeah. Mike's time in our in well, our studio. Rick,
0: in well, fairness, by, by all means, in Kathy. fairness, I'm going
1: to watch her on Medfield TV before I'm going to watch you. I've, I've thank you, Mike. I get enough of you.
3: <laughs> thank you.
1: You know, my wife has not listened to this podcast once, and no, well, she she's had. not missing out. No.
3: Okay, she, so here's my pitch. Go ahead. No, no. Now, <coughs> I have my own Etsy shop um, because I take my love of true crime and my unused art degree, and I recycle wine corks and I make. Portraits of the Wrongfully Convicted. Mm-hmm. It's called Go Cork Yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, right now on my Eb- Etsy website, I'm featuring Brandon Dassey from Making of a Murderer. I don't know if you've seen that Netflix. I haven't. It no. it
4: Is it you good? haven't seen
3: it's like a hit. They have Making of Murderer 2 as well. Okay. I also have Linda from my prayer group and um, our neighbor Don from Twitter. He started a Twitter war with Eversource about two weeks ago when we had mm-hmm. that blackout. Yeah. What happened? you know, how it took like 12 hours to get back our le- electricity. It's because Don went on Twitter and started talking smack to Eversource, and I think that's why we were delayed. So um, he's in the process of being made right now. My point is is that <laughs> I've got these Cork people, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, let's bring this local where I could reenact local crimes. And for Medfield, local crimes are like, um, car thefts and identity theft yeah. so
0: Easter Bunny sighted
3: on production low cost low cost right yeah. where we take the yeah. cork people and we reenact them and then Mike I was thinking that maybe you and I could partner up since you have such this popular show the most popular show yeah, yeah, where sure. you could diverge from just doing doodles and teach children how to become criminal sketch artists yeah that okay. way we could yeah, do like a g- crowdsourcing thing so young and old and we're doing this together I mean it is
0: a good skill and it's Pretty well paying, and on top of that, you, there's the added bonus where the kids would then grow up to be helping the community at large. So I wouldn't be against I, it. I, I, Thanks, I don't Mike. think
2: this is. I don't think that this is a great. This is not a great show. I mean, we're literally introducing kids to murder. Like that's the idea.
1: Well, right?
3: what are you gonna do? You no, gonna keep
0: no, no, no. We're introducing kids to learning how to draw a human profile. Um,
3: right, right. I mean, the, first of all, we don't really have murders here in Medfield. Right. I mean, but what we do have is a lot of car theft and identity theft. And so what they would be doing is just helping to identify them. This
2: is the problem with Medfield TV is that what people don't know is I can't say no.
4: A show, oh, oh, you nice. should not <laughs> have.
0: Brett, I don't know if you know this, but we have at least four confirmed listeners. Yeah,
1: I thought we were up to so, six oh, downloads. There's, there's <laughs> now at least four people that know that they that can tell you anything, and you, you have to come do it. In and yeah. you
2: want to do a show, we have to turn the lights on for you. No kidding, wow, yeah, that's like a thing. There's a, sli- <laughs> I will say this, this is the only thing I will say, there is a sliding scale of help that the Medfield TV staff will give you based on mm. what your show is. What sure. about my show,
3: Brett? What do you think? Do you think people would be, like, into this? Because I think I've just put something out there, like, that the, uh, you know, the community would be hungry for. I mean, for. here's the thing. It doesn't when matter if
0: he's into it. Just show up with your notebook.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, and my if cork you show up with a, a bag me. of
2: corks, it sounds like we got a show.
0: First of all, I don't have a
3: <laughs> bag of corks. That, like, they're, they're on toothpicks, you know, like, it's professional. There's you can
2: check them out in her Etsy shop. It's
0: pretty yeah.
3: easy. You just look her Go up. Go corkyourself.com.
2: Here's the thing. Oh, is I love Kathy. Is... I understand that if I don't help you with the show, though, seeing how Rick and Mike were setting this whole thing up. This I mean, Mike, is, I was just
1: getting in the way. Rick was this is,
0: <laughs> Rick was like the on TV himself. staff is going to have
1: to be so involved. We were propping him up
2: in his chair <laughs> like we can Bernie's. The technical side yeah. of this podcast that I've seen so
0: far. Are we even recording right now, Rick? Yes, Rick we is, are. Rick but, is in but front. Kathy, of you had a laptop, check. But. You had a look. <laughs> I know. I did, I did look. I did. I s- All right. I do see
1: Kathy giving the body language and the um the cues yeah. that she's got to get going because she's so important. She's going on to her four o'clock funnies and quickly tell us about that because somebody on that show is on national TV right now.
3: Right. Right. So I'm on the four o'clock funnies. It's with Jane Condon. She is um a comedian. She was on Last Comic Standing. Um, and, uh, Kelly McFarland, she just did Comics Come Home with, um, Cam Neely, and then Christine Hurley, who was just on America's Got Talent last week. Yeah. Um, so every Thursday and Friday we do a show called The 4 O'Clock Funnies, and, um, that you can see at Facebook, through Facebook Live. Then every Wednesday through Improv Boston, Ferris and Friends is my show that I do at 8 o'clock, and you can see that on Facebook Live as well.
1: I thought you invited me onto that show at some point in the back, and then, it, um didn't materialize
3: i don't know about that <laughs> yeah we don't, did don't we don't did and then the pandemic right. happened and the theater That's closed rick right. right. sometimes things happen
0: right? I'm, o- I'm always wow. getting that excuses. probably didn't even happen but that yeah. was a great cover. i've
1: been i oh, know I've, I've done i've done i think i've done your show twice or rick, once i once feel
3: like this is rick's pressure way to say can i come back on the show yeah, yes well
1: i miss i miss the
3: stage it's so fun I know. I miss it, too. Miss anyway. Too. But thank um, you guys for having me. Yeah. And, Brett, I look forward to that phone call.
4: Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We will have to have you come back in. Um, I kind of like the idea of... You got some free time. You want to you manage a podcast by chance? I mean, would
3: Maybe. you
1: kick the tires on that idea? We have Leanne Bravo, who... I just learned this. Mike doesn't even know her. He's never met her. Right? Nice. You never met our manager. I thought... That yeah,
0: well not as our manager. I yeah. know who she is. Yeah. And I have met her in person, but yeah. not since she's been our manager.
1: Yeah.
3: I did get you an advertiser, um J3 Hair Salon. Yes. Um they are now one of your sponsors, you know. You got yeah. them? Yeah. Awesome. I, I just told you that about 25 minutes ago. But yeah, but yeah. off air.
1: So I was trying to act like oh, this is well, new. Oh, I Well, yeah, this is the first them. I'm hearing about <laughs> Brett, this. Brett, did, did you know anything about
3: this? So I know you have another sponsor. Amazing. I have not written copy for you, but if you want me to, I could do that. Or I could put my core people together and I could just give you a visual of what uh, that would be. like.
1: Kathy, you know what we're going to do? How about you take us out of here? you you got to go. We'll say goodbye. You give us an ad lib Oh. read for J3, and then you can help yourself out the door. And for continuity, I will start ad-libbing the next ads, and then Mike will do We'll just do the
3: ads. Here's all I can say about J3. First mm-hmm. of all, like I don't know if you've ever seen my hair, but like a lot of people have said, even though you're a 51-year-old woman, you could totally pass for 43-year-old Owen Wilson, and that's absolutely right. The layers are <laughs> killer. That's a great killer. compliment. It is. Right? Right, I think so. I mean, I think he's a very attractive person man (laughs) so thank you and that's due to j3 and the care and um, not only do they do makeup they also do um, uh, they do makeup and body and skin and hair Um, they are located sandwiched between shaw's and marshall's so you can really get a lot of your stuff done if you're looking for them they're at 508-359-9099
1: Awesome. Thank you so much, Thank Kathy. Thank for having me. And Kathy, there's so much more we, we wanted to talk to you about, but you will be coming back, I'm sure, right? Hey, if yes. you see Jim James upstairs, tell him we said hello. And he's got to get out of my house. Okay. Um, Mario's Lawn Care. If you want your grass to grow and look green and healthy and not have weeds in it and stuff... You should give him a call. That's Mario's Lawn Care, 508-359-8016. That's Mario's Lawn Care.
0: All right, next up, Park Street Books. Uh, You may have heard Jim James on episode one. We all learned that he's a great guy. He's pretty much been a regular at Rick's house ever since. He hasn't left now that he's got a copy of Rick's Key. Um, But uh, during the day, daytime hours, Jim still hangs out at Park Street Books some. Uh, you can stop by Park Street Books uh, at 504 Main Street in Medfield. Phone number is 508-242-3083. They have all kinds of books and toys for kids.
1: And then finally, um, you want a pizza pie? Go to the best place for pizza, rodal Pizza.
0: It's still Royal Pizza, Rick.
1: Not according to my phone. Ro- Royal, Royal <laughs> Pizza, call them at... 508-359-2424.
0: And Rick said finally, but really he was wrong. We still have Larkin's Liquors. Uh, so if you are in need of some alcohol, Larkin's Liquors is the place to go. They they make great recommendations if you need the right wine to pair with your meal or if you're looking for a great single malt scotch. Uh, they are at 20 North Street. They're open daily. Call 508-359-4562 or just go there because it's a liquor
1: store. You don't need to call them. That $1 advertising rate is still on the table, folks. I'd take advantage of it. We're up to about 750 um, downloads at the moment. So you want to reach 750 people for only a buck? I'd take the deal. Get in touch with us.
0: If you're in the market to advertise, you can find us on Facebook. Just look up Small Town Scuttlebutt. We're on Facebook or Instagram. And contact us that way.
1: All right, time for the news with Megan Kelleher. Thanks, Megan, by the way, for driving me to the hospital twice today.
5: Two times because you forgot your wallet the first? No, because I
1: drank water. Yes. And then I get there, and they're like, "Um, are you drinking that seltzer water?
5: And Rick goes, no, I'm watering your plants. (laughs) I said, no,
1: I'm watering your plants. And she says, "Um, that's going to be a two-hour delay. I said okay then, and I just got up and I started walking out the door. And she said, "You coming back?" And I'm like, "Yep." And then uh,
5: a lot of bonding time this morning.
1: Yeah. yeah. I know. Okay, Megan. So you got some news. I handed it over to her. I said, "Today is gonna be kind of a loose show. Just throw something together. I'm gonna be loopy. Mike's gonna show up, and Brett's our our, our guest. And we all have not really. Are we feeling comfortable?"
0: I'm very comfortable. Okay, cool. I feel great. This episode is a train wreck, but I'm enjoying it, so let's keep going.
1: Okay.
5: This is Megan with the Scuttlebutt. Um, You know, I don't really follow the Midfield Police log that closely, but I saw online that kids recently have been seen riding bikes against traffic.
1: Okay, so, you know, you are supposed to walk... When there's a shoulder but no sidewalk, you're supposed to walk against traffic. Yeah, I learned that in Boy Scouts. But I see so many adults traffic. not doing that. Right. I'm so like one of my
0: biggest pet peeves. Do we know what age group they were, or which
5: car no, Adult, adult kids.
1: Adult kids. Yeah. What's that mean? I mean, can you describe the perps here? Old enough to know better. Mm-hmm.
5: Like you, Rick, an adult child. <laughs> adult child. <laughs> <laughs> Sick um. burn, man. <laughs> yeah, that
1: was great. Okay, what else do you have?
5: Um, you know, I just have some plugs. Um, new Life is sponsoring Stuff-A-Truck, July 8th and 9th. You know, the furniture bank for Massachusetts.
1: Yes, we give a, a lot of stuff there. That's for, um, I think it's for women that are homeless. I'm going to butcher this up. It's women getting a second start. They're a new life. trying to get out on their own, right? Maybe get out of a situation or something. Yes. It's called New Life. Life. Yeah, we've had them over several times. And yeah, no, they're it's great.
2: Good, we it's a good have charity. A, we have an interview with them on our channel. If you want to go to medfield.tv slash Watch, and you can scroll down to uh, all of our content, you can actually search for a New Life. They have a nice little interview on our station.
1: Nice, good. Yeah, they take all kinds of gently used furniture and make sure it gets to a good place. Okay, so Megan's whispering. We don't really have anything. A lot of behind the scenes stuff here news that. Week. Well, it's a slow news week when your news anchor um, comes in with a three by five index card with notes on it that, you sorry. know, she wrote up in the kitchen before sorry. she came down here. Well, yes, well uh,
0: again, we just learned that she spent her day exactly. driving you around.
5: <laughs> so sorry, not sorry. I went to the hospital twice with you today. <laughs> okay. So
2: can I just say, by the way? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I leaned. Yeah. I, I did a great job leaning all the way from the mic. Are you familiar am, with yeah, being in front of a microphone? I should okay. know what that's like. Right. But so we have a show on Medfield TV. It's called Updates. It's your med, uh, Medfield Monthly Updates, mm-hmm. and uh, I would invite you if you'd like. If we could I cross cross promote here for a second. I'm all
1: about collaboration. Yeah.
2: If we could collaborate here, it would be really cool. I'd
5: love that. I would
2: love a, a local scuttlebutt anchor. Yeah.
0: To be yeah.
5: honest, Rick did a uh, one of those rolling car jump outs today to run in for his procedure at the hospital, and <laughs> I then
0: he yelled because you refused to slow
1: down.
5: It, no, he was driving. Oh, <laughs> I had to do a little Chinese fire drill and head over. <laughs> yeah, um, the car
1: was rolling. I opened the door. I said, "Okay, we're gonna have to tuck and roll."
0: You know, it's 2020, and I think it's about time we rename the Chinese fire drill while we're at it.
5: (laughs) True. Anyways.
1: That's good. That's going to be edited.
5: As he was running into the hospital, he yelled, Check all the police logs for the top news. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) And I was like, What?
0: (laughs) That was probably about 15 minutes before he FaceTimed me in a hospital gown, laying on the bed. All rigged up. Was the
5: anesthesia in yet? Yeah?
0: I, I believe. I no, no, they know. were about to. Wait, yeah. that God help you then, because I assumed it was already well into effect.
5: <laughs> so, anyways, okay. next can't, week I'll come a little more prepared.
0: Can't imagine the show he was putting on after this. <laughs> after, after it kicked in. All right, back to the
1: news.
5: Uh thank you guys for having me once again this week. And I'm Megan and that's the Scuttlebutt. I love
1: nice. it. Nice. Okay. Now you want Megan, you better act fast because can I tell them about how great you are and Yes, absolutely, things? please. She just got accepted to Duke University's MBA no way. program. Congratulations. Yep. That's awesome. awesome. So she might be leaving in August ish and um I I don't know what that's gonna mean for uh small town scuttlebutt. It probably will the knock updates. the ratings.
0: It's going to be bad news for them. Updates too. Yeah, it
5: will be bad news. But you guys can always come down to Durham, catch a uh, basketball a game. A UNC game. Yeah. Well, I'm going to Duke. Oh, but that's right. Why <laughs> <laughs> We
1: well, <you> said North <laughs> Carolina, and I like them more than Duke. You can go. You I can check a UNC, UNC.
5: game. They can come to Duke and see yeah. me.
4: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> can I tell right. my
2: Duke story? I have yes, a Duke please. story. Yeah. So I applied to Duke, and um,
4: for undergrad.
2: Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, you looked snob. at me like snob. You know, <laughs> oh, <laughs> undergrad. What a loser. Yeah. Anyway, so I applied to Duke and uh, I'm not a great I was not a great student and all my friends around me were like you're not going to Duke and like they, there's no way they accept you, like there's no chance at all. And I'm like I'm going to show you guys. I'm going to apply, I'm going to get in, like it's going to be the best. Yeah. So I applied And uh, they didn't even send a rejection letter. Like, they sent nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I got no response from them. So I was like, I was so upset everyone's getting their acceptance letters everyone's like looking at me like when's duke getting back to you brett so i wrote up my own duke acceptance letter and i put like a letterhead (laughs) on it and everything and like i put congratulations you're brett poirier like you've been accepted to duke and then like the rest of the letter is like a joke right but what i didn't realize is when i handed it to someone all someone would read is the first line like and literally someone ran down the senior hallway and was like brett got into duke My principal came up to me and was like, I can't believe you did it, Brett. You got into Duke. And I had to explain to my principal <laughs> and he was a like, joke. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wouldn't have. I would have been <laughs> like, was, like I intercom, like, Brett you got into Duke. Like, yeah, and you
1: thought I was an idiot. Yeah, exactly. I would have been like,
0: I did get accepted, but I just did I this mm-hmm. to bite yeah. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going.
5: So are, is your application still under review? It's probably still under review. I might yeah. get accepted in 2021. We could go together. Nice. We could go together in the yeah. fall. Yeah. My oh. favorite
0: <laughs> part of this is that you prefaced this with, do you want to hear my Duke story? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And your Duke story is like the exact opposite of yeah. having a Duke story. Yeah, That's fantastic. A... No,
5: his story is still being written. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That's right.
1: To be continued. Also- do the we
5: just
2: become best friends I think we just became best friends <laughs>
1: she's very likable and classmates
2: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah right well that See remains you to be seen. sorry i'm crossing my fingers <laughs> if he ever hears
5: but but again i'll be at the business school and oh, okay, you'll be yeah. at the undergrad yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the undergrad below her. just uh, just putting that out there
1: wow she probably won't even look at you at the dining commons <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> and Brett'll be like "Megan, yeah, yeah, Megan!" little yeah, hey, oh. butt yeah, yeah. yeah oh it's that tool from uh the talk hep epsilon house yeah Megan who is that guy okay. I don't know I've never <laughs> seen him That's before my lab partner
0: What I would recommend is that we have Brett uh pitch some more ideas for uh whether it's for Medfield TV shows or if it's uh things that we could do for the podcast you know whatever
1: Okay
5: I love that idea however I need to bounce
0: Why? She's got to get to Duke
2: <laughs> it's a long walk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a long walk. Get walking.
5: Class is starting August. I gotta <laughs> yeah. start now. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Um, well. she yeah. spent all day with you, Rick.
1: Yeah. All Rick, morning. I, Rick, all morning.
5: All morning. All morning.
1: Thanks, Megan. It's been a blast.
5: Thank you. I'll see you guys next week for a little more scuttlebutt news. Yeah. Can't wait
1: to see hear you what then. Then. Congratulations okay. on Duke. Yeah. Thank, thank you, that's you so nice. much, guys. Very good,
0: Brett. I we're still holding out for you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> see you, Megan. Bye. Okay, so back to the TV show ideas or the podcast right. ideas. I think so far the show is working out pretty well, but we're always open for um, new ideas, I guess. So before I jump on that, can I just talk
2: about a little bit about what Medfield TV is currently doing? As yeah, we, of course. I mean, I I came on this podcast to talk to the giant That's audience. We want to let you and promote. really promote Medfield yeah. TV. I, so one, I'd like to say that a lot of people talk about Medfield TV like people don't know who we are or that we're like, no one watches Medfield TV. That's one of my most frustrating things that people say to me is like, no one watches your station.
1: Well, that's got to be the ultimate insult. Right. It is. It absolutely is. People say, I don't listen to your podcast, but it's a joke because they're obviously like, kidding. Right, Mike? Right. I'll bump it.
2: So people like, my other thing is like when I tell people like, oh, I run Medfield TV, like, I run a TV station, they'll be like, Yeah, but like not like a real TV station. It's like, no, it's a real TV station. Like, yeah. it airs <laughs> like on TV, it goes <laughs> your to cable. Cameras, what your cameras are you? Yeah, real. like, what is your perception of what a TV station is that we're not it? You know? None of so, your plugs
0: connect to anything. Yeah. Place, and they're, yeah just, <laughs> exactly. they're just letting you. <laughs> we actually just have cardboard anything.
2: box. If you've ever come, it's just a box. You get inside and you just imagine it, you know? <laughs> no, but so with Medfield TV, we actually have our YouTube channel last year, we eclipsed over fifty thousand views on our YouTube channel. And then this year, we're actually surpassing that by more than ten thousand views currently.
0: Now, yeah. is it monetized or are you not allowed to monetize because it's like a is it nonprofit? I don't even know,
2: so we are nonprofit, but that doesn't stop us from people confuse what nonprofit means. It doesn't mean you can't make money. It just means you have to make money within your avenue, right? right. whatever mm-hmm. your thing is. yeah, so we can't sell, you know, buttons just for the sake of doing it but with youtube uh we actually need a certain amount of subscribers someday when the scuttlebutt has a youtube channel of your own and you guys are all big and bad you can realize that you need a certain amount of viewership you need a certain amount of subscribers and then you can monetize so medfield tv right now has 610 subscribers on youtube And what we actually need to get to, the magic number is 1,000 subscribers. So if you're listening to this right now, go subscribe to Medfield TV. I can promise you that it's worth it because you'll see more Mike Page (laughs) than you have ever. (laughs) Yeah, right. You will see more Mike Page than you have ever dreamed possible. So,
1: how do people do that?
2: So you go to uh, YouTube, and then we're the only great thing. Everyone always knows Medfield's the only Medfield in the entire planet. So if you just search Medfield TV, go into the old YouTube machine, it'll come up as us. Yep. You click it, hit subscribe, and then uh, that actually helps us out a lot. So that's a, that's a big thing that people can do. But... I did want to talk about, like, the other thing is our new watch page that we have. So I created—I I actually did this. This is something that I did, and I'm That's so what proud I like about it.
1: you, Brett. You're passionate about what you do. Yeah. And that's very fortunate. I hope you don't take that for granted because there's so many people that get up at 5 in the morning, and they get in the shower, and they say, damn it, i got to go to that job again. Mm. And then they come home at 6, and they're like, how was your day, honey? Eh, I was at that, that job again. You are always smiling and I you're charismatic. I love my job. And actually— in these headphones, your voice sounds really good. So please continue. <laughs> I noticed you started like kind of
2: leaning back. Yeah, I'll ease it's, you into a, a you nice do little audio right? Yeah, <laughs> what do they call it, ASMR or whatever? When it's yeah, like a yeah, really yeah. nice sound that just yeah. comes through, really soft and smooth and silky, right? right. So we have our uh, watch page, which I actually created. So we have with a combination I learned, like I said, four days between before quarantine hits. Uh, we have this thing installed, and I have four days to learn everything I possibly can about what we can do. So I actually figured out that we now have a fourth channel. So we have our three channels that everyone's familiar with, the public education and government channel. But now we have the medfield.tv watch page that you can go to, and there's an HD channel that is separately it's basically the highlights of all of Medfield TV. And then if you scroll below that is the entire YouTube channel. Everything that Medfield TV has ever produced is on there. So it's a, it's a pretty awesome site. It's a pretty great uh, resource that people can go check out. So people could should go check it out. How do we find it? You go to www.medfield.tv slash watch. Nice.
1: You ever want to come in here and record one of these shows?
2: Absolutely. We talked about this. Before you're how like, do you are you like a cat with the, the <laughs> mic. I don't know if people could hear you whacking it. Can you I'm hear it?
1: Like, well, I'm trying to look at Brett, and the yeah. thing's in my way. Yeah, right. But anyway, you I'm you I'm were learning. saying. Yeah, I was saying. What was I saying? You oh, were asking uh, to, if he's ever to wanted a, to do one of these. Things. Oh yeah. So you wanted to record in here, but um, I don't know. It, it looks a little
2: small. It is. It's a little tight, uh, especially in in quarantine times, as we're as yeah. we're sitting here. But mm-hmm. I definitely think if you had. Honestly, when I came in with Kathy before either one of you showed up to your own studio, uh, I was in here with Kathy (laughs) and I I said, (laughs) I said, if they are they are three. Three GoPros and a Jamie away from having like a
1: full blown show. What's that last thing you said?
2: The Jamie is uh, if you watch the if you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, he has a a third guy that just like literally just does everything, and it's always Mm -hmm. like Jamie, pull that up, Jamie, do this, Jamie, do that. We need one of those. You need a Jamie.
1: Um, if you're listening, Brett, um, do you want to be Jamie? (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, his name's Brett.
0: If you are listening and you are college age or freshly out of college and wanting an intern position that may or may not help you at all in what you're actually <laughs> seeking to do in your life, uh, contact us, find us on Facebook at smalltown scuttlebutt or Instagram at smalltown scuttlebutt.
1: And we can work that out and save us from ourselves. Okay. So Brett, back right. to you.
2: Yeah. So we have a ton of stuff going on. Um, Rick, one thing I did actually want to ask you, I genuinely mm-hmm. wanted to talk to you about this Okay. And I saved it for the podcast was we had last year, 2019, I felt like we really hit a stride. We really did something cool. We started hosting events at Medfield TV. And we felt like we are, again, I'm going to say it again, we are the coolest thing that Medfield has to offer. And so I looked at it and I said, man, we have these events that we could put on. Medfield TV could host people and do some really cool stuff in our studio. So we did the Mario Kart tournament. We had a children's cancer event um, we did, uh, we did the haunted house. And then I know, so I wanted to ask you Mm -hmm. about the haunted house. What'd you think of the actual haunted house? Where are you one? What did you expect walking into it? And also treat this like you would want to be told about your pasta dinner. So I just want you to know when I ask you what you actually think.
1: (laughs) You you want my honest opinion. No,
2: I do want your honest opinion. I do actually want to hear what you actually have to say.
1: Okay. Well, I think that it was it was a very good, um, well thought out, put together haunted house for a certain age group, right? Which is something I think is a good decision on your part because <clears throat> yeah, if I was you start scaring say, kids, how scared do you <laughs> want it to be? Yeah, like if you have a headless horseman coming out with blood spouting out of his aorta, might upset my son. I would get a kick out of it personally. So. If I had some advice, I would say have an early show and a late show. Yeah.
2: So we actually did that. What we did was we had two different sessions and it was there was a like a afternoon, like a late afternoon and there was a night session and it was meant to have little kids and then older kids. The problem that we had was we underestimated how scary we could make the adult session we were told that the library actually does, like, a really scary one. Mm-hmm. So I guess the library has, like, high school kids go, and they do, like, a really scary one. So we were trying to hit, like, a little less scary than that, a little more scary than the kitty one. But I think we just underestimated it big time. So, like, I think parents still found our scary version, like, kind of hokey. So Okay. Yeah. So I think that that's something we can improve on. We want to improve on it.
1: When I was in college, our biggest fundraiser in our fraternity was – a one-week-long haunted house. And we'd find a vacant uh, retail store in a strip mall. We'd rent it for the month of October. And then we basically destroyed this thing with the leaves on the floor. Um, We'd make partitioned walls out of, like, just pipe and drape kind of stuff. Um, We would go to a slaughterhouse or, like, a farm, and we'd take, like... Every year a guy we'd send the pledges to go get a cow's head <laughs> and it was skinned and it's eyeball a cow's eyeball still in its skull looks like a baseball. It's huge. Yeah. So you got two of these huge eyeballs. The problem is by day three or four this thing stinks and we would like just Boy, keep who putting saw it on that ice. One coming. I know. <laughs> I know. But the whole place would kinda of, it was awful. I wouldn't say go that far, but I will tell you, the people in town Loved it. They got a kick out of the fact that we would go to a slaughterhouse and bring in real animal parts and just not care. But we're 20-year-old dummies, you know, yeah. at the time. You're.
0: And if you don't do it for the um, for the haunted house, Kathy might be doing it for her um, <laughs> <The> <laughs> Small new Town Murders yeah. show. <laughs> Which
1: is going to be a smash hit. Right. Coming up next after Doodle Club. <laughs> back to back. On the next
0: Small Town Murders. Yeah.
1: Mike, you would be the guy that would sketch, you know, along with like the uh, stories, you know, like they have the uh, courtroom sketches and things like that. Rick,
0: w- um, welcome to, to Small House. <laughs> Were you in the room earlier when that's what Kathy <laughs> was pitching? Was that it would be the, that I would be the sketch artist teaching kids how to um, do police court, uh, police and courtroom sketches?
1: Do You know where I was like five hours ago? Yeah, I know. Okay, I thought we covered that too in this show. I'm sorry.
0: I like that you're still. <laughs> still wearing the name band and, the <laughs> and I keep looking
1: at it like what time is it? Oh, yeah. it's still Richard J he, Fink Jr. Okay. Guys, he's still wearing the name band still and
0: got the time. tiny little piece of gauze with the bandage. Oh yeah. So so right. that he can maximize sympathy.
1: Okay, I'm going to I'm going to rip this off. Oh yeah. There we go. Okay, so next year's or this year's haunted house is going to be wicked scary. Uh,
2: yeah, cuz you can't social distance. What we were actually talking about this year, what we should do is a scary non-quarantined one and we all we do is we just open up the studio and we just have everyone just we just keep telling them, like, yeah, it's the haunted house is right in that room right there. And we just keep sending people into the room, yeah. and then you're just not social distanced and you're just like packing into the room. Wow, yeah, and then that's... you're just like, yeah, now's the real scary haunted okay. house. Yeah. Can I?
1: Can I? I got this just, <laughs> this just popped into my head and it's gonna be a smash hit. You take all your stuff, you go to the hospital, okay? You get a bunch of kids in the drama group at. Medfield High School, and anyone else that wants to play, like me and Mike, we dress up as zombies. Like, really good. Like, you get all the people in town that have the talents. Who's good at costumes? Who's good at acting? Who's good at makeup? Whatever, right? We all get together. And it's like setting up a flash mob. You get a bunch of zombies, and they, they get a head start to kind of go find their spot. It's like a on game of manhunt. I like okay? this. Okay? And then if you want to come, all right, you have to get from point A to point B on the hospital. I like it. It's a clear it. shot, but just know there are zombies lurking out there. I kind of like Some it. Some move a little bit faster than others. I
0: like this idea. Almost and like if a you take 5K. It, yeah, but with um, incentive right yeah. behind you. Yeah. Uh, okay, so so is it a game like a game of tag? Yeah, like, like if you your get tagged, dad you're dad and out? you got
1: your eight-year-old daughter and your six-year-old son, right? Only a jerk zombie would like. Gang tackle that family, right? You let them kind of yeah. keep going. You read body language, okay? She's crying, leave her alone, right? Daddy's got her, but like, hey, there's four teenage boys that think she's they're crying. tough. Yeah, leave her oh, alone they're, and they're go not that dad. tough. I'm gonna show them right now. Yeah, <clears throat> you go get them. <laughs> That'd be great TV. Absolutely, that would be um, a lot of fun for the community. I'm on board.
2: Where so we're yeah, so so 2020 was gonna be the big like we were going to do some crazy events at medfield tv but obviously mm-hmm. all this stuff happened yeah so You're making excuses okay. yeah i know it was actually i i started the quarantine just so i can sit back and not do anything oh, <laughs> yeah you know, i i really pitched hard for it mm-hmm. no but it was uh it was a crazy time for medfield tv i'm really proud of my staff um yeah. everyone my mm-hmm. my whole staff they had to pick up all their equipment and go home and work from home and like It sounds like a luxury until you realize everything is super frustrating. Everything that you did before is just super frustrating. So I had some awesome staff that that worked really hard there. Um, I had Amanda Timmons. If you saw the Kurt Jackson um, he did a storyteller, mm-hmm. and that was really cool. Yeah. Um, Amanda is unbelievable with animation, mm-hmm. and so her work on that was fantastic. All the Doodle Clubs were edited by Audrey Enzer. She's our chief editor. We're so lucky to have her. She stepped up into her uh, role, and she's fantastic. Eric Giselle, who's our sports coordinator, obviously at Zero Sports, which makes his job really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he edited a highlight tape. He did uh, a lot of the other editing as well. Like We would send him some projects and stuff that he can edit. Yep. Uh, we have a high school student, Linnea Whiting. Linnea, uh, she's kind of learning as she's going. That's her job right now. But yep. she did a show called What the Youth, so oh, yeah, kinda, yeah. Saw that,
1: I saw that on TV. It was really good. Yeah,
2: so What the Youth, that's totally her. That's all her. Really? We have nothing to do with that. She takes out the camera. She edits that. She writes the scripts, everything. That, the whole thing is all her.
1: Will you bring her in next time? Do you think we could?
2: Yeah. I'd like could... to get
1: some high school kids on. Absolutely. And, uh, She's fantastic. In this.
2: Um, and then our even our uh, office manager, mm-hmm. Janine Vusnastos, she was amazing. She's she's fantastic. She's been working from home as well, and that's not an easy gig. So yeah. I got to give a ton of props. As much as I wanted to come in here and not be humble at all and talk about how much I did and I'm so amazing, my staff is unbelievable. I'm really, really lucky to have the people I have mm-hmm. that I work with.
1: Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. I'm just calling that without consulting my co-host here is that okay if we wrap this up mike
4: yeah
0: i mean it's your basement do what you gotta do
1: damn right is it okay with you jim jim is it all right yeah that's fine all right jim james is watching tv the other room it's
0: he keeps the volume up really loud too i mean my god how old is this guy
1: honestly i've never seen someone so addicted to (laughs) matlock more than this guy it's hilarious he's very funny it's nice to have around he watches the kids when i go grocery shopping and whatever i don't know how his store's doing but Uh, but uh, but things around here are running smoothly (laughs) jim jim at the helm um let's see we are so happy to have you here and um what a good interview you're very good um on tv on the air that's why i was wondering earlier if you had a like a a broadcasting background you got the history degree so
2: a lot of uh yeah i don't know if people heard that, that no they didn't we ta- yeah, we yeah we were, we're talking, talking about off, air. off air so yeah
0: the reason we were talking off air rick stretched a foot out and accidentally hit the power strip and turned all of the equipment off. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so now that you've listened to the episode if you want to re-listen you can keep a very sharp ear out and see if you can find the spot where it happened
2: this was I I will say I I've told you I told you guys a couple times when you invited me on I was super excited to come on like I said uh off air I love radio that was one of my yeah. first loves in college was doing radio I think talking and and being able you, you kind of loosen up a little bit more you don't have the whole showbiz thing going on with with lights camera action yep. it's it's a little more relaxed a little more um real I think when you can do a podcast, log, form, conversation stuff, so I was super excited to come on, and then to find out that this podcast you guys had Jim James, who's like a cornerstone of Medfield. Yep. You had uh, it was Otis, yep. who's the Globetrotter, right? Yep. And then and then you went to Brett Poirier. right? Yeah, it right. Was like a, that was. I feel it was like you, it's all downhill from off. here,
1: right? Like, I'm, well, no, no, no. To our credit, I would say um, we peaked with Otis. We we ramped up. Yeah, I would definitely say Otis is way more cool than Jim James. Yeah. I mean, having known both of them, I would go out to dinner with with Otis 10 out of 10 times, given the choice. Gun to the it, head. And can
2: know. I say, if you guys... No offense, gonna, Jim. Well, you've been still at, love you, you, but you've
1: been living here for like two weeks. I was going to say, kinda you've kinda been more, having
0: dinner with Jim against your will anyway, so <laughs> obviously if, you, if you go to If you guys over.
2: are are promoting this episode and mm-hmm. you go forward and you you go to title it, yeah, you're going to have Kathy Ferris and then i would just put in medfield tv because if you put brett poirier everyone's gonna be like i don't know who that guy is like i
1: don't know that guy and then when they find
0: out
2: they're like oh he's not he's
0: not on a he's not on real television (laughs) right yeah yeah, Yeah,
1: he doesn't even work in a real tv station yeah yeah
0: yeah, exactly thanks for insulting
2: hey way to end the show guys
1: No.
0: No.
2: okay
1: well i I'm, he I'm,
0: guys, guys, I just checked his watch again. <laughs> it still is not a watch. It's still a hospital bracelet.
1: <laughs> it's on my left hand.
2: Okay, he guys, just
0: checked his hospital bracelet to be whole, like,
2: yep, I got places to be. This has been a whole second podcast of since we said we were going to end this. We've I now gone a full podcast. Well, I'm
1: I'm, 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 For me, I have a headache. I'm loopy, and I'm out. Mike, you finish this show.
0: All right, on behalf of our news anchor, Megan Kelleher, Kathy Ferris, Brett Poyer, Rick Fink Jr., and myself, thanks for listening to another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt. See you later, guys. That was another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt, the only podcast that reacts to the overreaction of other people reacting to small town problems. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. Small Town Scuttlebutt is released every Thursday. Rick Fink Jr. and Mike Page are mismanaged by the Bravo Talent Group. Send your comments, questions, and grievances to these guys through Leanne Bravo. Email her at bravo1 at scuttlebutt.com and she'll probably get back to you eventually. Check them out on Facebook, too. And thanks for listening.
2: I kind of want to just give the mic page, like, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Hey.